Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents The Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment lovers. University of Sioux Falls sophomore Hope Dunkel is in Shakespeare's Love's Labor's Lost this weekend. She has plenty of energy to be involved in many or any aspect of theater. Reportedly, she's also the biggest fan of the Dave Holly Hour. Musically, Michael Sorensen returns to the show. His dueling piano group, Dual Purpose, wants you to start off the holidays with a very fun and energetic show at the Icon next Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. He gives us the details as well as talks about uh, his other projects he's involved with. Plus, we'll tell you who gets this week's honorable mention as well as draw for another winner of pizza with a podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. Wherever you may be, what time it is might determine what you should toast with. But regardless, I want you to lift up that cup of coffee, that glass of water, that uh, carton of milk, the nice Jack Daniels with Diet Coke and a lime. That's what I'm going to use. But whatever you toast with, God bless you. And hold it up. Clink the glasses to good sleep. That is what I am looking for after today. Because we get a new mattress here at Wonderland Villa, and I am so looking forward to it. We made the big investment. It's got an 18-year warranty, so that should suffice here at the Holly House. Looking forward to that very, very much. Oh, can't wait for a good night's rest. It's time to pick a lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram is automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. We draw a winner each week, and this week we say congratulations to Emma Schofield. We'll be in touch with you, Emma, to get you all set up with some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. Pizza with a Podcaster, brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, Sonny'sPizzeria.com. What made Dave laugh, Gaffaw? Mm, well, it didn't happen over the past week. Hopefully it's happening tonight. 
So honorable mention goes this week to the Turkey Trots comedy spot tonight at 7.30. It's The Underground by Rayfelds. Oh, should I tell you what that all is about? Yeah, that would happen to be me featuring Zach Dresch headlining and the lovely Emily Wilson being our opener and our host. $15 cash or Venmo at the door. The Underground by Rayfelds. 431 North Phillips Avenue, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Coming up later this hour, local musician Michael Sorensen. Up next from the University of Sioux Falls Theater Department, Hope Dunkel on the Dave Holly Hour. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at XO Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or xochiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. XO Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. Arts and entertainment lovers, you hit the mark. It's the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? You're saying, Dave, you're a broken record, but you know, that's why I try to give it a little different emphasis every time. But yes, it is always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And it's always a pleasure to meet new people. This one is especially fun. Okay, so this is the second week in a row that we're recording some of our uh, our conversations here at uh, Sunny's Pizzeria. Actually, I think it's like third week in a row, but the second week in a row that the person that I'm sitting across the table from is one of the winners of Pizza with a Podcaster. Now, last week, it was somebody that I had intended to have on the show for a, a long, long time, probably well over a year, and it finally worked out that we were able to meet here she was the first winner of Pizza with a Podcast, and it took until, you know, because that was August, and it took until last week to be able to sit down and have a chance to chat with her because she's been so busy in everything. Well, let's uh, just make this a take two. A little different story here because this young lady is busy at the University of Sioux Falls in the theater department. She was stage managing just a, a few weeks back, uh, for the last five years, a wonderful production that I've seen, but I didn't get to see that one because we were late. Well, anyway, I was going to meet Hope Dunkel that night because she was a winner a few weeks prior to that of Pizza with a Podcaster. Well, I just said, you know, I'm just going to drop off the ticket for you then while we go to the show. show was so dang popular... They kept adding seats and kept, well, it was free, so it wasn't sold out, but you get the idea. And uh, I even uh, gave a, a mention that uh, week, the following week, about uh, how it was the first time ever that I was happy to not have a seat because it meant that uh, college 
Theater was alive and well at the University of Sioux Falls. And here's one of the reasons. Hope Dunkel, how are you? I am fantabulous. How are you doing? I like fantabulous. I'll go with splendiferous. <laughs> How's that? Awesome. Excellent. We've got the words out of the way now. That was the longest introduction I've given before <laughs> a guest actually spoke. I'm, I'm quite sure about it, but it was so fun. Because then, uh, so we, we missed out on that. Uh, and then a mutual friend of ours, who happens to be at USF, the wonderful Apollonia Davalos, mm -hmm. uh, texted me or messaged me on the uh, Dave Holly Hour Instagram account last week. Says, brother, <laughs> you going to be at uh, Love's Labor's Lost uh, next week at USF? Because Hope Dunkel is your biggest fan, and <laughs> I need to introduce you to her. So... It was at Apollonia saying that, that you're my biggest fan, or or have you been telling people, oh, I'm the biggest fan? Um, I mean, I haven't been using that phrase, but okay. definitely at USF, I'm the one who's like plugging your podcast the most. Well, bless you. Yeah, I um, when you had Haley Schmidt on a couple weeks ago, yes. I like re uh, reposted that story yeah. on Instagram, and I was uh, at USF. We do this thing called Theater Company Fellowship every morning at, on Thursdays where we like all get together for oh, the department and get perfect together. Perfect day for a podcast to come mm -hmm. out it would be Thursday yeah. morning mm -hmm. then, wouldn't it? Yeah, so like <laughs> two for like two weeks in a row, it was like I had an announcement where the first one was like, Haley Schmidt was on the Dave Holly Hour, guys, and the podcast is super cool because he talks about arts and theater in Sioux Falls. And then like a couple weeks later, I was like, guys, Dave Holly mentioned the last five years as his honorable mention and I, I was like elaborating to them about it and I said I was listening to the podcast while the rest of my family was watching Top Gun Maverick I made my family pause Top Gun Maverick to I beat listen Tom to that Cruise. <laughs> yes you did <laughs> we're gonna put that one down remember to save this part of this interview Dave mm -hmm. yeah and then yeah and when I told the cast and crew of uh, the last five years like the dave holly was here he was within 10 feet of me i am we had to turn him away this is this is a tragedy this is a true tragedy well, wh what i want to know is did the gift bag get to you properly it did okay. yes um and what is the name of your friend that was out front i i missed that uh, rachel freeze rachel freeze okay that was so cute because she's like oh i've got to get a picture with you because she's not gonna believe this <laughs> <laughs> So that was very, very fun, and I, I hope you enjoyed that. Plus, you know, mm -hmm. have you used the coupon yet? I have not yet. You've I'm waiting not. for the perfect opportunity. Ah, uh, perfect opportunity to have a free pizza here at Sunny's. Well, you know, it, it's great because they've got such a fun menu, all mm -hmm. sorts of different stuff, but you can always just go ahead and create your own or, mm -hmm. you know, have the old standbys of, you know, like hamburger and onion or pepperoni and mushroom, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. They will take care of you, and it's jowl drop and show stop at pizza mm -hmm. it is quite good here we do like that well anyway enough about the pizza let's talk more about hope dunkel being in theater and uh, also uh english at the usf correct yes you know uh, a long time ago that that used to be basically if you went into english uh you somehow got affiliated uh with theater yep. and then all those young English teachers would be tabbed for directing the school mm -hmm, plays mm -hmm. when they got their jobs was that your thought going into it um or did you decide mm -hmm. you know I like both I want to put them together so um uh my journey to deciding my college and my major was very long and because I, I had an idea where I was going to like study like secondary education in English and then COVID hit 
and that really just dampened my spirit about mm-hmm. school because like we went online and then there was all that stuff going on so i thought we need to do i really like the idea of teaching that much and stuff like that because that really felt exhausting to me right. so like at that moment ex- specifically like english which is like I was the only kid in my class who really like liked learning about English <laughs> and stuff like that. Everyone was, else was like, oh, we're reading Hamlet. I was like, yay, we're reading Hamlet. <laughs> but um, so my senior year, I was like, well, before I pick a major, I should pick what college I go to. And I toured USF in December and a theater major, a theater senior uh, actually gave me my tour. And I felt at home right away at USF. It, it felt very nice, small because I came from a private right. uh, Christian high school. So I I wanted to kind of have that smaller environment and USF just I felt like I would find a place there and then so I said yeah I'll study at USF and then I thought well maybe I can study English theater and secondary education and teach English as like a fallback or mm-hmm. like just to have a plan or something like that well then I got accepted into the honors program and I and I was told um, it is going to be very hard for you to graduate in four years um, if you triple major in the honors program with one of those majors being education. So I had two options, either um, drop the education major or drop the English or the theater major down to a minor. And that was really weighing on me. And I was talking to my parents and I was like, I don't know, what do you think I should do? What would be the right choice? Cause I don't, I wanted, cause I know college is expensive and stuff like that. So I wanted to make sure I was making the right choice. Well, um, it's 10.30 on a Tuesday night and I've climbed into my bed and then my mom knocks on my door and slowly opens it and she's like, hey, are you awake? And I say, uh, yeah. And she said, well, your dad and I have been talking. We think you should drop the education major. And a weight just came off my <laughs> shoulders from that. I was like, whoa, if my parents think that's okay, that's great. I'm told that, that, that mu- then that means I should just study English and theater. And I was like, okay, I'm going to study the two things I love and I'm going to pray all four years and ask God to give me something to do by the time I graduate. All right. So you're a sophomore now at USF mm-hmm. and uh, busy this year for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, tell us, you know, what, uh, what that journey's been like so far then. Um, so, uh, my freshman year at USF, I, our fall show was the Adams Family, the new musical comedy, and I auditioned, like, all the theater people and stuff, because when you're on scholarship, you have to audition for shows, and I came in, and I was like, I'm a freshman, there's no way I'm getting cast, like, I, I know I'm on the bottom of the totem pole here, <laughs> and then I got a call back, and I was, I was like, whoa, okay, <laughs> that, that happened, so... I did the callback and then I got cast and I was running around the Grand Island dorm, which is the all-female dorm. I was running around and like knocking on all the my friends' dorms and I was like, I got in. Somehow <laughs> I got in. So then from that, I met um, a senior uh, who graduated last year. Her name's Ashley Fink. Mm-hmm. She um, was uh, doing her senior show and she was looking for a stage manager and she asked me and... 
Um, she asked me like five minutes after I had just been told that I was not cast in her show because she held auditions, auditioned for her show. I didn't get cast. And then five minutes later, she texts me and says, hey, would you like to be my stage manager? And I was like, yes, because I like any like oh, man I felt from not being cast evaporated because I realized there is going to be so much more I can learn as a right. stage manager. So then I was a stage manager for Ashley and then... Um, over spring break, another senior named Dominique Koiker reached out to me and was like, hey, do you know anything about lighting and sound design? And I said, I mean, I'm a fast learner if uh, <laughs> Ashley show taught me anything. And she said, great, how would you like to light design my cabaret? And I said, okay. So I got a crash course on how to do light design in the Jones Theater mm -hmm. and I did the show and it well, went good in many ways that sounds like a lot of what uh, actors do anyway when they are going in for a part and you know i think of a westerns oh can you ride a horse well sure yeah, i can exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you light well sure <laughs> yeah. i can <laughs> yeah. if you don't know how you're gonna find out quick right and, and but the the great thing about it is and uh, we hear this so often on this show is uh the collaboration that takes place mm -hmm. and uh, everything that uh, you have the opportunity to learn as part of the theater trade. And I just uh, have always thought that that's so fantastic because uh, when I went to college uh, 35, 40 years ago, whatever it's been now, um, I didn't go into theater. I, I didn't have a huge inkling for it, but I was out of school, but I still had to take some theater classes uh, and loved them. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a, a nice school that had great theater and so forth. And uh, but at that time, if you were thinking of a career oh, yeah. in theater at all, you were going to have to go at least to Chicago or to <laughs> New York or Los Angeles and then hope to God in some way yep. you found something to do and then uh, wondered which was going to be the best restaurant to serve at <laughs> as that, uh, you know, uh, struggling actor. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was it. But now people get jobs here yeah. in theater. Yeah. And it's got to be fantastic for mm -hmm. somebody that uh, decided, you know, this education part, we're falling off to the wayside on that. Yeah. Uh, so we're going full bore into English and theater. Mm -hmm. uh, so and, and now you're getting all that yeah. uh, that you can already have on your resume. Yes. But that's not all of it. I mean, because... Uh, you just uh, finished up being stage manager mm -hmm. for the last five years. Yep. And all of a sudden, you know, just right after that, oh, here's another post from Hope. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, hopefully you can come see me next week in uh, Shakespeare. Yep. <laughs> uh, Love's Labor's Lost. Yep. And it's like, well, okay. Yep. We'll have to see what date we can make it. Uh, so mm -hmm. first of all, uh, let's do the promo stuff. Uh, okay. When are the show dates and times and how do we get tickets? All of that. Okay, um, so Love's Labor's Lost is having performances um, starting this, starting Wednesday, November 16th at uh, 7 p.m., house opening at 6.30, and I believe it's just across the board, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just 7 okay. p.m. shows. Yeah, no matinee on a Sunday I or anything? I don't think so. Okay, all right. Uh, tickets are how much? Uh, $15. Okay, so, uh, available yeah. at the door? Do we have to... Um, I think they might be available at the door um definitely um on our website you okay. can purchase them over there um and this will be up in uh, the actual jesky yes show. this will yep. be a, this is a main stage like meredith auditorium so show. we don't have to add add seats and, nope, and see nope. if dave can actually make it he yep. might actually have a seat there mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> all right and what uh, well first of all tell us you know this is not one of the top 10 
that you hear about when you think of Shakespeare. Mm -hmm. uh, so, love's labor's lost. Yep. I always have to think hard, even, just to get them in the right order. <laughs> yep. Uh, tell us about this particular play, then. Well, Love's Labor's Lost is um, one of Shakespeare's comedies. Um, it is about four men, uh, the king of Navarre and his three uh, consorts, his three like friends and stuff like that. They take a vow to um, avoid women for three years. They're fully just going to be studying and they're going to just be studying. They're not going to eat. They're not going to sleep. They're not going to see women like literally if a woman comes within a mile of like the castle walls, they're gonna get their tongue cut out and something like that. They're that serious, quote unquote, about their studies. But then um, the princess of France and her three friends uh, show up because she's got affairs to settle with her about her dying father with the King of Navarre. So there's uh, typical Shakespeare sh shenanigans that mm -hmm. ensue with like miscommunication and mixed up like letters and stuff like that. And um, I am playing uh, Moth. He's a page mm -hmm. boy to one Don Adriano de Armado. He's a Spaniard who holds place in the King of Navarre's court. And that man has is has never heard the phrase less art more substance because any sentence he sa could say in three words he chooses to say that same sentence in 37 <laughs> words so moth is very like witty and like is able to like he respects don armado but mm -hmm. he also like likes to take him down a peg and stuff like that so he's <laughs> he's like the moth the don and then two other people uh co-starred who's a peasant man, and then Jacquinetta, who's a peasant girl, uh, we like make up the clowns of the show. So we're, when we're not on stage too much, but when we are on stage, we're definitely like bringing the physical comedy and the like verbal combat. All right, now was you want, well, first of all, like you said, uh, as a, uh, somebody that's on scholarship, you have to audition. Mm -hmm. uh, but was this one where you went, okay, I was the one person in high school that wanted Hamlet. <laughs> uh, and, and enjoyed the fact we had to read Hamlet. Uh, so was there an early Shakespearean part uh, in, in Hope Dunkel that said, oh, I can't wait to do some Shakespeare on stage in college? Um, mm, I mean, yeah, I, I'm in with college and stuff like that and with any theater. If I have the opportunity to audition, I'm going to go for it. Mm -hmm. And just like not really caring about getting a part because I love acting that much. But um, when we had our uh, USF starts the year with um, an ice cream social for the theater department or and that's where we find out what shows we're doing for the full year. So uh, Alicia Jelfs, she announced our uh, season and stuff like that and said that our fall play is Love's Labor's Lost. And I was like, oh, what is that? I, I'd never heard of that. But then I did research and I was like, oh. This is gonna be great. So yeah, so I was, I was definitely one of the people who was like running around screaming like, "Hey, are you gonna audition? You should audition. This is gonna be so much fun." And I was like hyping it up and stuff like that. And a couple of my other friends were like, eh, "It's Shakespeare," and I was like, "No, you do not understand. I've wanted to perform Shakespeare since I read Hamlet for the first time. Please, please." I literally on my audition sheet, they said, "Oh, what part do you want?" And I literally in all caps just put, "I would." Just like a part, please and thank you, <laughs> smiley face. 
So that's what gets it in an audition. Please and thank you with a smiling <laughs> face. All right, I'll have to remember that sometime. <laughs> what do you think that you bring to the stage as an actor then? Ooh, I am definitely, um, I would say like exaggeration. I am mm -hmm. very much like, even you've probably seen it while we're talking here right now, just like I'm a very like, I move my face a lot. I move, I talk with my hands a lot. I make big gestures and I really, and I'm like the, I'm like the class clown who's actually funny. That was my role in high school. So like I was, um, I always do my best to like make other people laugh because I laugh when other people laugh. Mm -hmm. So I always do my best to be entertaining. like every time I'm interacting with somebody so yeah all right and uh, what do you think is is the uh, best piece of direction you've ever had Ooh, when it comes to acting that's and a who, good who to question. come from well good question 18 <laughs> almost 19 minutes in I finally got it because uh, I get one per interview okay um best piece of direction Ooh. oh geez I have to think or, about that or an one. advice that you received advice yeah. When you said, you know what, I really love this uh, theater stuff. I like to act. I'm going to um, uh, do it, and uh, hopefully it leads to something bigger. Yeah. Hmm. I would say just um, respect everybody involved mm. with the show, because it is so easy, like, for an actor to, like, look down upon the tech people for, like, getting in your way backstage and stuff like that, but um, they are doing, it. like, this. there's the saying, like, if a, a tech a tech person without an actor has is a person with marketable skills. An actor without a tech person is a person who is sitting in the dark, naked, and cannot be heard. <laughs> and that, that rings true, because if we don't have tech people, we don't have costumes, sounds, right. lights, anything. So just being respectful for, like, both sides and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And just, like, you never know when someone's going to, like, you're going to work with someone again. So you don't want to, like, unintentionally burn bridges or something like that. So do, like, just... Show common human decency. All right. So what do you love about being on stage? Oh, I just, just being on the physical stage and like being able to, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I started acting in high school, mm -hmm. my sophomore year of high school, and it was for one act. And I was so scared because I was, I thought I was going to mess everything up. But the moment my feet like touched the stage, like all my fears went away and the hollowness in my chest from my anxiety turned into like this hunger for like, like I felt the connection with the audience where like my emotion was going to them and my, their reaction was feeding into me. And I love that. So that is very much why I like crave being on the stage and stuff like that because I'm able to like show my emotions in a way that's more um, like, that's like a way where I know I'm not going to like unintentionally hurt someone mm -hmm. or something like that because like I know like because I'm a very energetic person I could be like freaking out and running around and they'll be everyone will be like dude calm down <laughs> but it, which is totally normal and like is a proper response but if I'm on stage and I'm playing a character like Moth who's just running around and is just like look at this idiot or Pugsley where I'm like oh man my sister's not gonna torture me anymore because she's got a boyfriend this is the worst <laughs> we're like more of those like comedic like right. dramatic yeah. people I can like release that energy in a way that's like actually like meant to be that way all right uh have you directed yet Ooh, um 
I don't think I have. Um, I mean, the closest I've done to that has been... Uh, been an AD or anything? Um, I mean, I used to do, like, direct my siblings in little shows we put on <laughs> for my parents. <laughs> but, I mean, that's about... Yeah. I mean, during uh, Mosh and All, which was Ashley Fink's senior show, and even during the last five years, um, the, the senior in question was an actor in the show, so mm -hmm. they weren't no. able to, like, take all the notes, so I had some notes where I was like, I think this might work a little bit better and stuff like that, but, of course, I was like, I'm just a stage manager, I, so I always ran it past, like, the senior, and I was like, hey, does this note make sense? And if they said yes, I was like, huzzah! I guessed correctly. <laughs> I did the directing thing properly, and if they said no, I was like, well, that checks out because I have not taken our directing class yet. Yeah. <laughs> When will that be scheduled? What year? Um, spring of next year, I believe. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we'll look forward to that then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, is, is that like about the only thing you haven't done in the theater to this point then is direct? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, I haven't done makeup on a person yet, but um, like I've done like I was part of costume shop for Adam's family. And I've been an actor, stage manager, ran lights and sounds for a cabaret. And then I like designed the last five years too. That one was really fun because that was a full like 90 minute show, mm -hmm. but we only had four lights on the stage because we did it like uh, on the short end of the Jones and stuff right. like that. So I was able to like, okay, we she wants this side of the stage lit. Okay, uh, zone eight, there we go. And yeah. stuff like that. And I was able to do some like really funky transitions where I geeked out about it to the actors and they're like, that checks out for you. You you, yeah. you would be the only person to care about that. <laughs> what are you looking forward to uh, in in the rest of your career? You know, you're, you're in that uh, lovely spot of college, being able to try so many different things. Uh, you'll probably have a chance to travel mm -hmm. and, and, you know, see the world uh, in, in other places and, and see how uh, theater is done wherever. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, as, as you're in that uh, dreaming part right now, what do you expect of yourself later? Ooh, um, I, mm, I haven't really decided on like an ideal like career yet, mm -hmm. but like I definitely have like an ideal schedule where like in the morning I wake up and I do like a writing job where it's like either editing or like writing something like that. And then like I take like a two hour break for like lunch and just to like do other daily things like go shopping or something like that for groceries and then i go to a theater and i just do theater things so like it's like how it is at usf like i don't care what i'm doing i don't have to be an actor all the time as long as i'm doing theater and i'm able to participate in that way and just help tell stories like that all right well you being an avid fan of the show know what the uh, the final two questions are mm -hmm. uh so well, let's uh, <laughs> I, a cheat sheet I, oh come I'm on the, i'm the type of person who when you ask me what my hobbies are i panic and forget everything <laughs> i've ever done in my entire life so i was like okay i'm gonna go to bed and I climbed into bed and I was like, wait, what are my hobbies? Help. <laughs> All right. So the first one before the hobbies question, when you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to enjoy about the arts and entertainment scene? Yeah. Well, obviously, I go to other theater things. Mm -hmm. I'd let, like, I'm really sad I didn't get to go see Augustana's uh, production of Ada and the Engine because I wanted to go see that, but that was direct coincision with uh, the last five years. So I was like, 
dang it, we keep yeah. doing this to each other. But um, I got to see Young Frankenstein, oh, and that was really fun. Awesome. And um, I went with a couple friends, and we were laughing and having a good time the whole show. Um, I also like, um, and this is more of where my English major uh, plays comes into play. Uh, I love watching reviews of like movies or mm -hmm. um, stories like that, where they're like either reviewing it and ex but it's never just a oh this movie is bad but yeah. explain why and not right. just from personal preference but from an objective literary standpoint what about the story is bad and what about this character's um growth his arc is bad because that helps me learn when i'm not able to write mm -hmm. i'm able to like analyze other people's writing through the people who've done the analyzing for me and um i'm able to watch the video and just be like oh so that's a good way to handle a character arc like that or that's a bad way to do a scene transition got it all right now the hobbies question <laughs> any other hobbies um well obviously writing i'm that that one honestly at this point i'm probably more likely to be able to find a career in theater just because i've had so many more opportunities than writing mm -hmm. but um definitely like writing i like writing poetry short stories i've got a creative nonfiction essay that's um, going to be published in USF's um, oh, wow. Aesop's uh, Cow. It's like our literary magazine. Right. It's supposed, I think it's coming out. It's coming out this year. So um, I haven't heard any updates about it. It was supposed to come out like this fall, but I haven't heard anything about it yet. So I'm like, oh, it's going to come out. So yeah. yeah. But um, I also, um, um, I've been, I'm in my first Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Like <laughs> Ashley Fink. Uh, reached out to me um, after because she graduated last year and she reached out to me like at August and was like hey I'm forming a Christian Dungeons and Dragons campaign do you want in and I texted back in all caps absolutely <laughs> yes <laughs> so we just had a meeting last night and it was really fun it's just a really like calming way to like release creative energy mm -hmm. and it's like acting, but like less strenuous because I don't have to learn lines. I just improv them and yeah. And I'm also trying to teach myself American Sign Language because I'm, oh, wow. I, yeah, I, I want to be passably fluent in Spanish and American Sign Language because I think both knowing both of those languages would be very practical. I'm in uh, first semester of Spanish right now for at USF and I'm gonna take the second semester no, next semester and then maybe if I do good enough in the second semester I'll minor in Spanish I, I, I'm still think on the fence about that but I'm like trying to teach myself some American Sign Language and stuff like that I think I, I know like the alphabet and how to fingerspell and a handful of like introductory words but yeah wow <laughs> I tell you so much more than I ever could have expected for this conversation <laughs> all right Hope Dunkel thank you so much uh, for, for doing what you do uh, your studies at USF, we uh, hope, will continue to go uh, as uh, as out as you are, the way that you exuberate energy and so <laughs> forth. So we hope that that all continues on a great path for you. But uh, the time that you had here today, because I know that you've got some other things you need to get to, certainly do appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. 
Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. for more arts and entertainment talk on the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. Cue it up. Just play it or say it, Dave. <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And uh, welcome back to the show for the umpteenth time. You're getting close to the lead now, I think, Michael. You say umpteenth. I think it's the fifth time. Fifth time. Yeah. Oh boy, well, I'm the, happy to be here, Dave. Thanks for having me back Thank again. you. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think the leaderboard right now is six. Mm. So well, there's you don't a have, chance. You don't have video interviews yet, but we're sitting we're here at Sonny's Pizzeria, and I have to say I've never been here before. Oh, well, you are missing so out. I grabbed my wood green we, IPA we better, and I'm ready to go. We better grab a pizza before we go then. I, I thought about that. Jowl like, drop and I could put it in an order for pizza. supper after this. Exactly. <laughs> and it's good. G-U-D good. No doubt about that. <laughs> oh, but anyway, welcome back. And, thank you, thank uh, you. you know, it, it's always great to have you. And uh, uh, it's always fun to talk to you because you are involved in a lot of things musically. Too and, many, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I understand that feeling. Uh, and you've uh, grown into different things, such mm-hmm. as uh, being, you know, music within an improv group and actually doing some improv with that. Uh, so it's been fun to see that. But you are taking one of my favorite nights of the year, and Dual Purpose is going to have a dueling piano show the night before Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanksgiving Eve. Yes, Thanksgiving Eve at Icon. Um, we actually did our first Thanksgiving Eve show last year at Icon Lounge, and uh, they reached out to us again. Uh, we're actually adding a buffet this year, so we're going to have a dueling piano show Thanksgiving Eve. So um, if, if you are dreading being around family or if you're excited to be around family, come hang out with us tonight before Thanksgiving. Love it. You know, and uh, Mike Hendrickson, uh, you know, the sportscaster in town, and I, uh, he also he thinks it's the greatest night of the year. He says because you got all these you know college kids that uh-huh. have come home. Uh, there's not a whole lot of pressure that night, you know, because everything's the next morning of uh-huh. getting ready. And you don't have to be drink. up early unless yeah. you're cooking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so you know, people go hang out, and then they start telling stories about things they did as kids, yep. and you know, now they think that they're pulling things over their parents, <laughs> uh, the wool over the eyes, and and the parents are going, "Yeah, we knew you did that." Uh, yeah, but, you know, you're an adult when the stories <laughs> start coming out that you never told your parents growing up. <laughs> but anywho. Um, I, I even approached Mike about it one time. I I think what I would love to do, I think it would be a great civics, uh, you know, seventh grade civics, uh, something like a that. Lesson. A <laughs> lesson. 
to take that to the legislature Ooh. to get it officially labeled made a holiday made a like holiday Christmas Eve, but thanksgiving right. eve thanksgiving right. eve you know so we can actually have it on the calendar i think it would be great <laughs> so they could learn how you know the committee's things go through and so forth but see my family we usually celebrate christmas on christmas eve so there yeah you go. i mean well let's just make it a thing nothing's open on thanksgiving anyway so exactly. uh, well actually a lot of things are open on thanksgiving these days but but there's some, you know, high V's going to be closed that day. Oh, yeah, that's huge. All right. <laughs> so go get your fill the night before. Pretty much. Yeah, at uh, the Icon for a dual purpose, dueling pianos. And will this be uh, you and uh, that? This will be uh, me that, that and Pierce Hoffman. Guy? Yes, yeah, newlywed. newlywed. Um, right now he's in sunny Jamaica. Um, Saw the pictures, yeah. Wife. Yeah. Um, and also Zach Dresch. So we're going to yes. have the whole crew. We actually haven't had... A dueling panel show in a, in a few months. Um, summers, six feet over kind of takes over my right. summers. And then once we move to winter, that's when uh, dueling piano starts to take over. I, I do want to pause, though, Dave, and uh, congratulate you because I, I am aware. I think we just had an anniversary of the Dave Holly Hour. Yes, we did. Yeah. So third anniversary. Third anniversary. So I know that was just this now, past week. Yeah. And uh, so we are now into uh, the 150s. Uh, in All terms right. of episodes, so my I'm your techn technically your second guest of the the yes, new there we go year. <laughs> and uh, so what's what's great about it is uh, I still have people that I wrote down initially mm -hmm. on the list of who I wanted to have on the show that I've never gotten around oh. to because well, I, 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 I didn't I, know I'd been cutting the line, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just that you know I, I knew that those people would be great interviews. Uh -huh. uh, you know, people I've talked to in the past. Um, and then I go out and I, you know, go to a bar with my wife and here's this, uh, these two tall guys that call <laughs> themselves six feet over. And it's like, man, Guilty. these guys are cool. I got to talk to them and have them on the show. <laughs> and then I'll go to a theater production and go, that young man has to be on the show. Oh, who is that lady? She's amazing. <laughs> yep. And so that's how the, the guest list continues to grow. We are nearing 300 individual guests wow and uh, about uh, 400 and some uh actual guest appearances well i'm happy to have referred a handful of those yes you have uh, in fact the newlywed himself yes. pierce pierce hoffman yeah i um just uh got word from them i i'm doing my best not to bother them they're on, they're on their honeymoon exactly. they had a terrific wedding at the atrium um next to the With blue haven the blue, barn yeah. yeah um last weekend and uh, what a wedding. Uh, yeah. Just uh, uh, terrific people in the wedding party. Um, I, I, w I was there to attend. Um, it was an emotional ceremony. It was really, really, really very well done. Um, so it was really great to see, uh, you know, Alyssa and Pierce tie the knot because yeah. they are just, uh, they both have hearts of gold. And uh, even though they've had the wedding plans and stuff going on, uh, Pierce still makes time for practice and brainstorming as far mm -hmm. as our plans for the shows. But I have to fill you in. Down in uh, in Jamaica on their honeymoon, he wasn't able to get away from the piano. There's a piano. <laughs> there's a piano bar as part of their resort, and I was sent a video clip late the other night of Pierce performing <laughs> on his honeymoon at a grand piano at a piano bar down in Jamaica. So uh, I guess dual purpose has gone international. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, is that the type of performing most people want to have on their honeymoon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I'm, I, I'm not going to comment on it. But you're right. I mean, both of them, I, I, I mentioned uh, them uh, a week or two back is about their upcoming patrols. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is one of those couples that 
it doesn't take long after you've met them to know they fit. Yep. They are right for each yes. other. Well, and I'll, I'll also be honest, uh, not that I wouldn't be honest, <laughs> but uh, I, I learned at their wedding how good of it. I, I've always known that Alyssa was the dancer. Alyssa Nix, mm-hmm. Posh Boutique. She she'll, she doesn't need premier sponsor. Like, like at the very hour. beginning of the night, she, it, she doesn't mind if she's the only one up there dancing. Mm-hmm. Like she, she just has... Uh, no regrets when it comes yeah. to, <laughs> when it comes to being in front of people or, and dancing. Whereas, yeah, I need a lot of liquid courage potentially for that. I, I I'm not a dancer myself, but oh my goodness, is Pierce able to cut a rug? Wow. He really can. So I actually have already reached out to him again. I'm trying not to bother them on their honeymoon, right? Saying, hey, you know, there's a couple fun TikTok dances that we could probably get learned before our dueling piano show, <laughs> because some of these songs that are becoming real popular right now have dances that go along with them. And so I would really like to um, let the audience see uh, Pearson is his moves because he ah, um, he definitely has, is yeah. light on his feet. Yeah. Mm, okay. And, you might not it, think that, but he is. Well, and uh, will it maybe take some tips at the show to I, get that started? It's amazing what some tips will do. Yeah. Um, yeah. To mm. to make something happen at a dueling <laughs> piano show. But uh, you mentioned you know TikTok uh, yes. and. My wife and I were discussing this. Excuse me. She told me I've been saying my wife and not my love lately. My <laughs> love and I were discussing oh, this yes. uh, the other night. So if somebody gets you candidly and puts it on TikTok uh-huh. and becomes viral, have you been TikToked then? Um, you know, there's been a, a handful of times that I've been on stage mm-hmm. performing and I, I do. I see cameras, you know, see people with their phones up, especially if it's uh, maybe we're doing a special song for someone's anniversary or something meaningful or, you know, times that Matt and I have done, gosh, you know, some Disney song or, you know, <laughs> something that you wouldn't expect two thirty something guys to yeah, sing on shark. stage in Sioux Falls. People like to pull out their cameras. And I've always often wondered when am I going to run into some of that, like some mm-hmm. ins- deep in the, you know, the. Uh, the memory of somebody's phone is probably some priceless <laughs> video of us uh, just slaughtering some Britney Spears song yeah, or something. When, when you guys can put that together on a 25th anniversary or right. a special or something. So it's, you know, it, the thing is, I mean, there's cameras everywhere, but it, I, so so God knows what's out there. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, so let's talk, uh, first of all, then, uh, before we get back to talking about uh, Thanksgiving Eve and mm-hmm. uh, dual purpose. Uh, let's talk about uh, six feet over yes. and uh, everything that uh, you were. Was it a good summer for you? Yes. Awesome. Um, we actually, um, since the last time we talked, we added a bass player, Mark Nelson. Okay. Um, a good friend uh, and coworker of Austin Van Bockern. Right. Uh, we we brought drummer. him in kind of on a trial mm-hmm. basis. You know, Austin said, hey, we should have this bass player, you know, join us. And, I, you know, we didn't really know what to think about it. You know, we, we brought him on to a... a couple blue rock bar and grill shows and mm-hmm. uh we Did also we see had, him at uh we were at blue haven with them and where else Woodgrain. yeah he's played okay, with us at Woodgrain yeah for so sure i, I think yes. that we saw him that night we're like I'm the guy you know we, we haven't given him a microphone yet i'm a little scared to but um he can <laughs> sing he he's funny he's a great bass player and uh just just a stand-up stellar guy and so he's definitely become a staple on six feet over so we're starting to i think what all we're missing now is uh an electric guitar to to really just shred Mm -hmm. 
Um, so uh, well, we may have to look at that because I, I think we're starting to level up as a band. Right? Uh, yeah. we're, we're moving away from some of these patio show, shows and starting to play, you know, get booked for more corporate events, weddings, mm -hmm. um, playing some different venues, including um, in August, we actually, um, I didn't know what to think about this, but we got booked at Ken's Corner. The North End right. Country Club here yep. in Sioux Falls. Um, growing up in Sioux Falls, I had never been there. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure my dad's been there playing, <laughs> but I had never been there. And so Matt said, hey, Ken's, Ken's Corner wants us to play Saturday night. So I'm like, oh, sure. Let's, you know, let's do it. And um, and Austin, you know, he he Austin's a homebody. Right. You know, he's he's got a little baby girl and his wife and he's a computer program. So he's an introvert at heart. Um, so if I haven't been at Ken's Corner, I know for sure that Austin <laughs> has never stepped foot. But he didn't even know what Ken's Corner was. So we walked in. They kind of have that extra vestibule tour the, mm -hmm. the right as you walk in. And um, the decor choices at a place like Ken's Corner is, you know, it's I mean, I'll just I'll just call a spade a spade. It's a dive if there ever right. was one. And, and they're probably very proud of you calling them a dive. Very proud. Of yes. That. Um, never before. Have we had people dancing and tipping us during our sound check <laughs> at 5 p.m.? They, I, I, Dave, I tell you. Because they, they've been there since noon. Our biggest fans in the region are at Ken's Corner. <laughs> um, boy, we had a terrific show. They, had, they ended up asking us to play another hour at the end of the night. Um, and we just had a terrific time. Um, and so since then, we've played a couple more times at Ken's Corner. Um, we're actually at Ken's again this Saturday. Oh, um, awesome. Our yes. uh, at Ken's Corner this Saturday night. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's starting to become our, our, our regular hot spot. So people at Ken's Corner know who Six Feet Over is. So, that's awesome. Uh, it's kind of a pleasant surprise because, again, I'd never been there, didn't know what to think of this place, you know, just kind of a hole in the wall place. But I uh, met some terrific people and we had a lot of fun. And so we have a bunch of dates to book for Ken's Corner and looking forward to each one of them. So when will you be ready to hire a full-time roadie? Because the last time I saw you uh, setting up at Woodgrain, um, that would be the night that Mark Nelson was there. Uh -huh. um, you know, I've, I've been able to see some of the things that you have in, yes. in your whole plethora of uh, musical instruments mm -hmm. and props and, and whatever, yep. and uh, have seen a trailer and so forth. Uh, you roll out some speakers that look like you were ready to play in arena. Yes, uh, we have... Uh, been accumulating some, uh, you know, some great equipment, and I, I'm pleased to be able to offer that because we're able to play a small corner of a restaurant mm -hmm. or patio, um, and could, I'll bet. We, I mean, we could, we could play places as big as maybe almost the Levitt. We probably aren't beefy enough for that, but uh, we definitely have some. We've upped our game on equipment. Um, I, I, for years, drove a Tahoe just because I wanted to be able to fit all of my equipment, <laughs> and I can't fit it anymore. So we yeah. now have everything in a trailer, especially when it's dueling panels. The piano shells were – I'm going to be working um, next spring on getting uh, some some liner built inside so I can have proper storage of the dueling panel shells in the trailer. 
but uh yeah we we have some um some great speakers a subwoofer um some extra monitors so and, and along with our lighting we're really able to offer a professional show these days yeah well and so really in just a few short years we've um we've grown as a band as far as our our musical ability and our our ability to play with each other but also the equipment that right. we're working on well, as well and then marketability obviously that so, can yeah, go along um, with that yeah so we I've, I've actually solicited the help of uh brooke uh nichols's son uh Caleb, okay, Brooke, you know from Cultivated yep. Visual Arts, uh, she's like basically it was a conversation. She says like, put my son to work, you know. <laughs> so he's kind of become a you know kind of a roadie. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll uh, send him a text and say, hey, we have a bigger show. Do you want to come lug some stuff? He's a he's a uh, uh, a wrestler. Okay, so I was like carrying things is no problem. And I'm 37 now, and I'm about to the point where I'm like, yep, I'll let the you know the teenager uh do some of that work you know so um he's he's definitely lent a helping hand a time or two at some of our shows but yeah we, we might have to start looking at a road crew yeah speaking of our crew um adam rye oh, has been yeah. instrumental no pun intended um in in dual purposes development as far as organizing our light show and our sound show and he dropped a bomb on us a yes, couple he months did. ago when but he, a good one. Yeah, he. Well, what was strange is on a Monday morning, I had Adam, who's you know, I I think of him as kind of a nocturnal stagehand type guy. Mm -hmm. He's calling me at seven thirty in the morning. I'm on my way to work. I was like, what <laughs> is there an emergency? Like, what is? Why is Adam calling me in the morning? I don't do any musical stuff in the morning. Um, he he was calling me, and he left, I ended up talking to him later that day. He uh, went on tour with Anastasia, yeah. the musical. And so I I couldn't be mad at him for a second when he told me that he basically had to quit dual purpose because he's going on tour with a professional national act. And so um, that being said, Adam will be back with us on oh, Thanksgiving Eve. Wonderful. Yes. And so he's been he's been training some of our um, we have Grayson on our team um, and Alex I've, I've worked with. So we're looking at getting some others trained up with the equipment and sound and light uh all, all that end of the show because it's it's not just the music it's also the sound and light and the other production true yeah. so it's great for that for us to be able to have a crew but um it's also great to be able to say well we lost our sound and light guy basically but it's because he's on a national tour yeah no big he's deal good that guy <laughs> in fact you were talking about the lights and the yep. back back to the uh, wood grain setup that yeah. you were doing outside that time uh and uh my love uh looks at me and she says oh i wonder what those lights are like and so i uh you know quickly uh, take a picture of them just so i can see what model they are mm -hmm. uh, and then i go to sweetwater and musician's yep. friend and all those places and i go well you know those would be perfect for when i do a stage show mm -hmm. you know a little one-man show but uh, uh my budget's not there yet <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's uh, i'm glad it's in yours yes you know and, and i do want to just to say something a little sidebar on that um I, th I think that's one of the things that is so misunderstood when it comes to the performers that we have in town with equipment costs and so forth mm -hmm. and you know don't go oh geez it costs them so much no be happy for them yeah you know be happy that uh, they've been able to build up to that yes. instead of having an old uh, 38 part can absolutely you know well, that, i remember our first sound system was it was it, some some I, I take advantage of when a band 
kind of stops performing because mm-hmm. I watch Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or whatever, you know, whatever the secondhand online resources are. And I got in touch with somebody who had uh, a PA set up, but just for practice in his basement. So it was in pristine condition and way more than he needed for practice, but it was adequate enough for stage. And so we use that mixer and those speakers for you know, for our first show with six feet over, I was like, well, if we're going to start playing shows, we better get a sound system. <laughs> and then, then we graduated to power speakers. And then, then I got a hold of someone who had a good deal on the QSC, um, the mega speakers in my mind, they're, they're, they're really, they kick out a lot of sounds. Um, and so again, they're probably more than we need right now, but it's nice to be able to fill a big venue in right. the event that we book one, um, or definitely, uh, overshoot for smaller venues that we're playing too. Yeah. All right, so good job with everything when it came to uh, six feet over. Uh, so now let's talk more dual purpose. Yes. For those that have not been out to a dual purpose, uh, but have maybe heard about dueling piano type shows, give them a lowdown on, on what they can expect. All right, so what we do with a dual purpose a dual purpose show starts, I mean, obviously we're planning the event months in advance in many cases, but setting up hours in advance because we have custom built uh, piano shells uh, that are one's black, one's white, and we have all of our sound and lights. And so uh, hours and hours before that we even play a note, we have our crew working on setting up the stage and the sound and the lighting. Um, and then we have Zach Dresch on drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the, the to my knowledge, the only comedian slash drummer uh, in in Sioux Falls, and so we're happy to have him on board. And so Pierce Hoffman and I, uh, we practice regularly and just pull up top forty songs, and and we're just ready to play whatever request people throw out there. So we set up. Um, we can play corporate events. We've played for dinners. We've played for birthday parties, um, and any, anywhere in between. And so the way a dueling piano show works is there's. I mean, there's. It's First of all, it's a lot of fun. Everybody has to be in in this mindset of just not knowing what to expect because mm-hmm. the the set list comes from the audience. We actually don't go into our show with a really rigid set list in mind. I mean, I know we're probably going to play Sweet Caroline and we're probably going to play, <laughs> you know, there, there's some songs that we know is, are going to come out, but um, there's always a surprise at every Dueling Piano show and it depends on the audience. And so uh, we, we've been out in Rapid City. We played in Sioux Falls and surrounding area. Uh, we actually, I actually just got a call a week and a half ago about some Sioux City performances. So we're starting to move a little bit beyond Sioux Falls. We, mm-hmm. So we, we are traveling dueling piano show that is all requests. And so we play requests, we crack jokes, we, you know, we'll embarrass some friends, you know, in a, in a friendly way, right. of course, um, on stage with us. Um, and like I said, we're even going to start uh, including some TikTok dancing. Uh, <laughs> so we, we uh, have our Thanksgiving Eve show. We also have, um, in December, we have a couple dates. We have a private uh, uh, corporation's uh, Christmas party on the 2nd of December. And then the 17th, we'll be at Prairie View Event Hall okay. in T. Uh, that's going to be uh, Christmas at the Hall or the All holidays right. at the Hall uh, with at Prairie View. So that'll be a lot of fun. That is open to the public. So that's a, I think it's a Friday night. Saturday night. Is it Saturday? Yes. I just happen um, to know that the 15th of December oh, is, a, is a big date and uh, that's yeah, a Thursday. So, okay. So I stand corrected. Saturday <laughs> night. Um, so we'll be at the Hall then. Um, I will kind of insert as a side note, Six Feet Over is playing our first New Year's Eve show. 
Wow. At 2.12, the boiling point in Brandon. In Brandon? Yes. And uh, at what time then? Uh, you know, it was going to be we, a late night? We or you? 8 p.m., I believe, until I think it's 12.30. We'll play through a bit. Okay. Um, I actually had gotten in touch with uh, Denim, Denim McDermott. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he said, hey, I got somebody looking for a New Year's Eve show. Are you available? And so I checked with the guys because we, we usually, you know, in the winter, six feet over, we don't do as many shows, like I said. Mm-hmm. But uh, we ended up booking it. So we're going to be um, oh, that's uh, great. At, in Brandon on New Year's Eve. And then we also have on January 20th, we have another private show that'll be at Icon, another corporate show, uh, holiday show. And then I have two requests for some April dates, one of them being April 1st, no fooling, uh, and then a ladies' night show. So the, the, these will be ones in Spencer, Iowa, and ones in Sioux City, Iowa. You know, So we're going to do a little out. bit of traveling yeah. as we get into the spring. So uh, it's really kind of exciting to have more than a couple dates on our calendar. Yeah. Um, and we're able to, you know, we've played real small settings, mm-hmm. but we've also played uh, where we have th- in excess of 300, 400 people. Uh, actually, we played in Orange City, Iowa last winter, and man, that was probably one of our best shows, and there were a lot of people. Boy, it was fun. Dutch country. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ain't Dutch. You ain't much. <laughs> uh, has this become bigger than you ever dreamed? It's on its way. There, okay. I never dreamed of having someone like Zach Dresch on stage with us. Mm-hmm. That is something I didn't expect. And I've, I've, we've talked about that before. Um, I never dreamed of having someone across the keyboard like Pierce Hoffman, who yeah. not only is a fantastic musician and dancer, I come to learn, <laughs> but also a, a truly a good friend. Yeah. Um, and Zach too, Zach, we, we had an improv show this last Friday night and I yeah. saw you there um, after you were done with trivia. And uh, Zach just celebrated his 30th birthday. Yes. And so my gift to Zach was oh the, uh, a giant canvas pin, pin the hair <laughs> yeah pin the hair on Zach Dresch so I I pulled up Photoshop and I was able to edit a, a bald version of Zach Dresch <laughs> and I got it blown up on a big canvas uh, and he absolutely loved it so we in not pin the tail on the donkey pin right. the hair on Zach yeah. Dresch we had a photo booth and we but even it, we even had a featured drink for the evening at the dueling, right. at not the dueling panel show the, the, the Zachary show. Daiquiri the Zachary Daiquiri and it was very popular yeah. it was very good. very tasty yes, yes. I, well, I had it, the, it was sweet and refreshing just yeah. like Zach is oh, exactly <laughs> um, uh, you know when when I saw that uh, bald part I go is that a picture of Uncle Fester? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no offense to the bald people out there. True, all. yeah, at all, at all. But um, yeah, so I, it, it's funny just setting forth a dream like dueling panel show, dual purpose, and not knowing who's going to be part of that adventure right um and so it makes me excited about what's to come um for instance i got uh i got a call from i'm good friends with dustin and ali mcclough uh they are in the process of opening of new venue in lennox called the uh prosper country warehouse uh-huh in lennox so maybe this is someone else i can refer you to right. definitely um, you might want to hear about this because they, they have a, a new event venue and they said michael one of the first things we want to do at our new venue is have a dueling panel show. Fantastic. And so we don't have a date set for that, but be looking at the calendar for that um, on uh, dualpurposemusic.com, by the way, is is our calendar. And I just made sure I updated it because 
I, I need to when be more you get diligent that busy, about that. Yeah, you know, right? that's, it's tough, isn't it? But um, yeah, so just being able to connect with the people that I've I've met, um, whether it's musicians or patrons or business owners, event event uh, planners and venue owners, has been remarkable. It's connected me to some really cool people, uh, such as yourself. Uh, just being a musician so um, the adventure continues I don't know all of what's coming next but uh, I'm, I'm actually meeting with Zach next Wednesday and Pierce next Thursday and we're gonna have a we're gonna kind of have some co-practice time and and really actually talk about some of that so I think I'll have some updates next time we have a conversation I'm sure you will I've never doubted it ever since we met Michael all right uh, well you know the the typical questions uh, so when you are not a part of the arts and entertainment scene what makes you go out and see something? What makes me go? Well, I love if I'm not sure what I w- want to do with the evening, I will go on Facebook and I will check what's going on Sioux Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to know what's happening in the area, they have been terrific in just reporting what music, what, you know, and, and that includes um, DJs and, right. and, and uh, karaoke uh, uh, theater events. Um, I love getting to see to the the Goodnight Theater Collective. I have oh. my se- my season tickets to that. Um, I also I saw that the Pavilion has some Black Friday and Cyber Monday specials on some of their performances, uh, like Dear Evan Hansen and right. stuff coming up. Oh, so I, hadn't seen I, that I love getting out and doing things like that. Um, I, I'm so happy to have a great relationship with Icon Lounge and Dada Gastro Pub. Yeah. They've been so good uh, to us as musicians, but also it's just kind of a favorite place of mind to go anyway yeah um so especially tuesday nights there's live music for free on tuesday nights yes absolutely um they some talented musicians just there you know sometimes it's not i mean it's a tuesday night not a big bar night generally but man the music is quality so uh that's you know I, i i lay pretty low i i work a lot um i haven't traveled as much as i would like to recently but Mm -hmm. it's because i'm busy with shows yeah so oh, it's a, and it's a busy, busy always beats boredom. That's for sure. Uh, so, any other hobbies then? Other hobbies? Yeah. Um, Jigsaw puzzle, reader. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I actually just discovered on the east side of town, there's um, a place called Duh Bin Store. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it, have not been. Basically, it's, it's what it sounds like. It's a bunch of bins, <laughs> and it's like rejected or overstock amazon boxes where they're maybe there i don't know how they get a hold of some of these things but um i went last uh sunday with my sister-in-law and you you just rummage through and there's all these boxes and some of them are marked some of them aren't and every one of the boxes is five bucks so <laughs> in the boxes could it's be like a surprise yeah <laughs> and so you know i gotta I get there got gotta some get stuff there. and so some of them have some barcodes on it you can scan and and actually pull it up on amazon and see that retail price is 20 30 40 50 bucks mm-hmm. and you can get it right now for five bucks oh. but it just you know it's random stuff right, I have so um there's nothing wrong with going out and going thrifting or yeah. or, or rummaging through the bin store yeah. so if you like and if you could like keeping an eye out for a good deal i really recommend going they talking to the gal that works there she said that at six o'clock in the morning on saturday mornings they'll they'll saturdays is when everything's seven dollars an item uh and so they people line up at six in the morning 
they get um, they rummage through everything and try to get the good stuff before anybody else. Yep. And then on Sunday it's five dollars. On Mondays it's three dollars. Oh. On Tuesdays it's two dollars. Mondays off. And by Wednesday of each week they're sold out of everything. <laughs> so, Incredible. Um, if you're the type of person that likes to find a bargain, I rec- oh. I definitely recommend the bin store. It's over by uh, by uh, across the street from Applebee's next to Tokyo on East Tenth Street. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Over there in that strip. All right, so fantastic. I will be really there tomorrow. Really cool find. <laughs> All right, Michael Sorensen, as always, thank you so much. Appreciate it. And uh, if uh, people saw a, a post that you put up on the Dave Holly Hour, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. I mean, that's uh, incredible testimonial that you gave. I I certainly appreciate that. Well, friend. I hadn't left you a review, and so I decided, you know, it now it's now is as good a time as any. Um, and kind of like we were, we were visiting just before this recording. When I, when I met Matt Hassett at Remedy, I told him, man, it's nice to enjoy the products of your brewery. I like his beer, mm-hmm. and I don't have to lie to him because he's my friend. Right. And so I can say, uh, Dave, thank you for, um, you know, on, I can only speak for myself, but on, on behalf of musicians and um, anybody involved in arts and entertainment in the Sioux Empire, thank you for your patronage, and thank you for shining a light on the ri- rising stars here in the community. Um, but also thank you for lending your talents because whether it's your voice or whether it's dressing up as Santa Claus <laughs> or, uh, or or just attending an event, uh, you being present to the community definitely uh, makes uh, what we do much more meaningful. All right. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Love you. Love you back. And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T South Dakota. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does, while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40 square foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks again to my great guests, Hope Dunkel and Michael Sorensen. Thanks to the fine folks at Sunday's Pizzeria, where we held this week's conversations. Most of all, thank you for your interest in Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. If you haven't so far, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. That automatically gets you entered for pizza with a podcaster. For all 156 episodes, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts of South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, 
simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. Don't forget to stay up to date on the show on Twitter and Instagram. Follow the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook and you'll be automatically entered in our Pizza with a Podcaster contest. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.